0: Hey everyone, this episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation is brought to you by the good folks at Grams. If I had Choco some grams. bells to jingle right now, I'd be jingling them because the holidays are coming and the holiday collection of the Grams folks is here. That's almost a sentence. What I mean to say is, I bet you're like, man, is there any peppermint bark out there? There is now. How about some matcha mint? Done. How about some peppermint mocha? A double done. How about hot cocoa bomb uh, ornaments with a package of, uh, I don't know, maybe a milk chocolate, a white chocolate, a dark chocolate, or a hot cocoa bomb? And each comes in a a sphere ornament that you can literally hang from your tree. So not only, Andy, can you put up a delightful holiday decoration, but you can
1: eat it. That's going to be a delicious tree.
0: That's like when you would, like, hang gingerbread men from the... I'm, I'm talking to a person who probably never hung what's a gingerbread gingerbread man from a tree in his life what's a gingerbread man i don't know what a gingerbread
1: man is you know why would you make a man out of ginger
0: you put a little hole you know in the gingerbread Uh man and then you'd hang that from the tree and then you know you just eat it you'd eat it yeah i know you're not supposed to eat it technically really but i I grew up in america matt Uh, look i don't know what's (laughs) happening over there on your kibbutz (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the point is it's the holiday season and uh, you know you're thinking about what what should I get this person they're so hard to buy gifts for well head over to I Love Choco I-L-O-V-E-C-H-O-C-O-G-R-A-M-S dot com and uh, order them something sweet for the holidays and delicious maybe you got a, like you, you know you got your like brother or sister and they got like a bunch of kids and you're like I don't know what to get these people Get them the DIY Bark Kit. The whole family can have fun with the deliciousness right there. What a good idea. And, uh, of course, if you're placing your first order, you could get 15% off. All you got to do is uh, punch in the promo code. Frank Sinatra. come on. All one word at checkout. Sinatra, come on. Save 15% off your first order of ChocoGrams at ILoveChocoGrams.com. Andy? Yeah. Do you love ChocoGrams?
1: I sure do like can't, can't wait to eat everybody. those ornaments off my menorah
0: and he's gonna eat some ornaments off his menorah <laughs> All right everyone here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation, the galaxy's number one podcast for Star Trek The Next Conversation generation stuff, hosted by me. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Andy. And I'm Devanani Rao.
0: And I'm
2: God.
1: Full house
0: here tonight, everybody.
1: A lot of people sent in that I'm God sound file. Well, I like it, and I appreciate Lieutenant it. Lieutenant so Cosmo, Paul Carl, Cutest of Borg. A lot of different people.
0: Everyone doing a great job. And everyone, thank you for it. Everyone it a good choice. Everyone, you've done well, and uh, let's see how well the cast and crew of Star Trek Next Generation did with this episode. Oh, and by this episode, I mean let me actually play the clip in an audible fashion.
2: <laughs> Matt. Would you have them watch this episode?
0: Yeah, I think it's a good Picard episode. Thanks.
1: The horns really were more excited than you were.
0: I mean, the horns uh, are always going to be more excited. That's the beauty of brass, you know? It's true. Uh, I would release an album called The Beauty of Brass. and
1: uh, All marching band tuba?
0: Yeah, it would just be John Philip Sousa's collected works. (laughs)
1: That's actually a great name for a John Philip Sousa album. (laughs) The
0: Beauty of Brass. Um, (laughs) Well, he's also, let's not forget, he wrote a hell of a woodwind section. Uh, That's fair. Some drum stuff. That's true. I mean, he really cornered the market, that Sousa. Uh,
1: did Did he, you think at the end of his life that he was like, I'm, all right, I may not have done, you know, classical music, I may not have had. Hits, but there's no one who will ever take away from me being the top of this particular corner of music. Uh,
0: also, the fact that there's a fucking instrument named after him—that's true. Come on, you can't do any better than that.
1: No did one's out there. It? No one's out why there playing playing
0: the secundaphone. Everyone's playing a sousaphone.
1: Why is is it? Did he invent it? Is uh, that why I, named I have it?
0: to assume. I'm
1: not going to yeah. look up the history of sousaphones, but somebody look it up on memory beta for us. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Listen to him. Andy, we should just do our entire podcast with... That's all woodwind right there. So, I'm just saying.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Enough, for I John thought, Philip Sousa. What about the xylophone? Yeah, there was some hard, there was French horn there too. <laughs> <Like> the xylophones <laughs> a couple are of Sousa more phones. prominent than the a woodwinds. Of I disagree, but you know,
1: whatever. This is a this is a classic TNC argument: uh, are the woodwinds well, oh. or the xylophones more prominent? In I the mean, John Philip let's, Sousa song. Let's
0: be realistic here, Andy. It's always the brass. <laughs>
1: Welcome to our Star Trek show. Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, since we wasted that much time, we might as well check out the Admirals Club and see if anyone actually likes the show.
3: Go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and join the Admirals Club.
1: Matt, how do they get into the Admirals Club? Well, it's pretty simple. You head to Apple
0: Podcasts, you leave a five-star review, you can write whatever you want. You know, if you want to write a negative review... Just leave it, make it five stars, and you'll be in the Admirals Club. If you want to leave a positive review, five stars, you're in. There was a negative review today. Andy, I said to Andy, well, is it five stars? And he said, no. And I was like, well, then it's dead to me. That's true. So how else will we improve and get better, critically, if, unless you're giving us five stars? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it seems like a self-serving reasoning Now, well, No, <laughs> I mean,
0: look, I just, I just want to help everybody help us. So, Andy, <laughs> who's in the Admirals yeah. Club this week?
1: Uh we only got one in there and it's Asher Mom, who writes uh, the title of the uh the review is Matt and Andy reading Admirals Club Names uh is the perfect white noise um for um I assume sleeping. It's not finished there. Please do a bonus episode of just that. Do you think that's because they fell asleep writing it? Uh, it could be, although it's then she, they had another sentence. Well, so. probably woke up and loud <laughs> like, ah. off. Um, do an episode uh, of just that <laughs> yeah uh, whatever the case uh, Ashima wants a whole bonus episode of just Admiral's Club names which is something that has been uh, suggested to us by by angry listeners but you know what all you gotta do is turn it off uh wait it, 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 right. In what really, just one angry listener. Everybody
0: else is fine with it. One angry listener doesn't want to look at the time code and skip annoyed. Ahead? Annoyed more no, than angry. just skip ahead, pal, person. Yeah, person, place, or thing. Just skip ahead. It's fine. You don't have to listen to this part of the show. You can yeah. listen to whatever part you want. That's the beauty of podcasts. And you is know that what the beauty? That's the beauty. I'll still put the time code in.
1: So. That is the greatest advancement since radio. I mean, you can can adjust what time you listen to. I think what I would like to say out loud to everybody is uh,
0: the time code's there, use it or not. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, right. Andy, should we go to the President's Circle? Why not? Yes, everyone. We're in the President's Circle. This is a place where our Patreon members get to hang out. You can support the show. Head over to Patreon.com/slash Star Trek TNC and uh, get yourself extra pods. If if we're not enough right now, there's four more pods every month you could get if you're in the President's Circle. Uh, this month uh, we did last month we did two Voyagers and two episodes of Enterprise, and uh, this month because Andy and I haven't discussed it, it's going to be two episodes of Voyager and two episodes of Enterprise. It's going to be a great time. We're, we're starting to we're starting to get into the nitty-gritty of the first seasons of those shows we really are i feel like we're
1: having some very pertinent star trek discussions. we're having because, some breakthroughs as fans because of the it's series. like we're analyzing what are vulcans in the different shows and and uh and compared to the rest of star trek lore and uh various things like that what are vulcans what are Vulcans? It's
0: about an hour and a half of that every week. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andy likes to single out someone who wrote a particularly enjoyable comment uh, and give them what we like to call the president uh, the uh, ca- sorry Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Andy, who is the recipient this
1: week, it is Lieutenant Andrew Gibson who writes us. Who are these? This is in regards to Starship Mine. Who are these rich-ass terrorists who can afford to pay a crew to do such an intricate operation? There must be cheaper ways of killing people. Um, and Andrew also adds, uh, also, Diana is... Am I saying it right now? Nope. Deanna. Mm-hmm. Is a terrible empath. She had no clue the dudes at the party were planning anything. In fact, it took the blind guy to spot something priority 1 messages. That's oh sorry, I was reading <laughs> the next section. It was so priority 1 stupid. message the
3: on <laughs> I read it as
1: though it was part of his hell. <laughs> I'm such a dummy. Oh
0: boy, we are in first. Uh, not a treat tonight everybody. I hope you're
1: enjoying. I <laughs> we're both uh, at least I'm definitely off my game. I'll, I'll admit that at the top. Um I mean as as far as, you know, my I ever have a game. Um, Priority one messages uh, Mark C Transporter chief of Rubric Randalls, inside straight And distractible vetter of incoming heads Of Starfleet security uh, <laughs> Writes us I like to imagine that right before each episode Post tapestry Guinan messages Picard insisting that something Has happened to the timeline and that he should be dead <laughs> I like <laughs> that Just good the, one.
0: the thought of that is very enjoyable to me So thank you
1: Yes yes I understand We're going to move forward though um, Lieutenant Richard Craig writes, uh, just wanted to say that two unlimited are Dutch, not British. Unfortunately, our proximity to mainland Europe meant that we found it hard to avoid any terrible hits that made it big there, especially if it was played in the clubs. Um, and holidaymakers bought the songs upon their return to the UK. Wow. Ah, that's very intricate.
0: I like the, uh, excuses you've given yourselves for terrible taste in music.
1: <laughs> Lieutenant Neil Stud writes
0: <laughs> Don't, as I play today's number one, which is Snow's informer
1: Anyway. Yeah. We had some snow comments. Uh Lieutenant Neil Stud writes, Oh man, can't wait until Andy discovers the DS nine episode where two unlimited appears themselves in the hollow suite. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, spoilers. Uh, Come on. <laughs> Lieutenant David Landau writes we, we have been planning this for a long time What kind of, quote, thieves Plan a heist to the nth degree No de- decontamination Sweep cycles The enterprise schedule and detailed knowledge of ships Schematics, but chose not to do Research on who the captain of the flagship Was or looked like Writing the senior members of staff It's very shoddy research Very shoddy research work They deserve to fail you know, uh,
0: I didn't think it was that weird that they didn't know who the captain was, but when you put it like that, they, they were very known. focused on their they task and nothing else. They have known who the captain sure. was.
1: And who Mott was, for that matter.
0: Yeah. Mott, the greatest I barber I was world. the leak. I mean, look, if you uh, I don't want to spoil Picard, but it uh, seems like Mott has quite a franchise of
1: barbershops. Yeah, he in, did pretty well. In, <laughs> post the Enterprise. Yeah um jesse elliott writes us damn you matt Myra, now i want a blueberry muffin it's <laughs> a long riff on blueberry muffins last week yeah, look by riff uh, he of course means
0: me being complaining that i didn't get a blueberry muffin and then uh, we riffed on blueberry muffins yeah,
1: all yeah, right looked, fair I enough i didn't i didn't get off the blueberry muffin train <laughs> i was there for it um eric peoples writes uh, i assume commander hutchins Graduated with honors from Starfleet Academy's hospitality and tourism program. R.I.P. Hutch, you are too genial for this world. Um, and then he adds, have a safe and happy Halloween, everyone. Remember to watch Cat's Paw. Uh, is Cat's Paw... Catspaw is a bad episode of the uh, original series. Have we gotten to it yet? We haven't gotten to the, it. No, oh, the, original, the series. original series. Oh, right. Yes.
0: <laughs> what happens in that one? Uh, if I remember correctly... It's not the one where they go back to the past, is it? Nothing good. No, there's no time travel in that one.
1: Oh. Does a lady turn into a cat? <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm thinking Possibly. of the one with Terry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the one with Terry Gar, where it was supposed to be the spinoff. What are you talking about right now? There was a TOS Terry episode, in an
0: original series episode.
1: Um, I don't remember the the, the guy who's on the. Oh, this is not going to help you. Let me just look it up. uh, No, you need to look up, like, what you're
0: talking about.
1: I know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to think of what the name of the other guy in the episode is who is now does maybe Unsolved Mysteries. What's that? Who's that guy?
0: Robert Stack?
1: Yeah, it's Robert Stack, I think, was in it. Let's see if I'm right. Thank God you weren't talking about the current
0: current episode, (laughs) the current uh, iteration Uh, of Unsolved Mysteries, because that I don't know who the host is.
1: Earth. And Oh Earth, uh, it, the assignment Earth? Yeah. Terry Garr was the lady in it, the secretary. Oh look at that. Um Thanks, Andy. no problem. No, it was Robert Lansing. It wasn't. It wasn't Robert Stack. Face blindness. Um and I think there is a he has a black cat that at some point turns into a lady and weirds out Terry Gar. I think that should have been a spinoff i think that would have been a good show my two cents um lieutenant ultimate tracker writes so data knows small talk but tuvok doesn't understand quote short talk voyager ex post facto which was the last episode we covered on voyager i think that is interesting
4: also yeah, that- tuvok's a
1: fucking smart vulcan i mean not that data Whoa. he's saying data isn't a dundum? Data, I can understand his machine-like thinking, kind of making him misunderstand things. But Tuvok, come on, man, he would he wouldn't m- forget small talk. I mean, do you
0: think his favorite band is Tuvok Unlimited? <laughs> Everyone turned
1: off the podcast at that moment. <laughs> they they use their power to skip ahead Uh, Command Master Chief Robert Garrison writes although the episode is often compared to Die Hard Morgan Grendel denies the connection he commented I'm not going to talk about it as Die Hard that's somebody else's work it's an idea we've seen countless times Under Siege, Passenger 57 what I liked everything you're
0: saying is after Die Hard though
1: Under Siege and
0: Passenger 57 are post Die Hard
1: that's a valid point so. I mean, I uh, to me, I, I discount this whole opinion. That's why I kind of wanted to read it. Go ahead. So Morgan Grendel continues, what I liked was the, episode, was the element. This is Morgan Grendel speaking, by the way. Not Andy, Ooh.
0: obviously, because the voice is so different.
1: Nor Command Master Chief. Yeah, let me do a Morgan Grendel voice. <laughs> what I liked was the element <laughs> I had come up with of the captain going down with his ship. I'm gonna stop now, I can't continue, it's too long. Which was rejected as a notion in the twenty four. And these accent corner
3: It's gonna be shit.
1: <laughs> More of a character than a sure, sure sure sure. <laughs> no 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 discernible accent there. <laughs> um, what I liked was the element I had come up with of the captain going down with his ship, which okay, was rejected. Hang on. Hang
0: on. Okay. So this guy thinks Pastor fifty seven and Under Siege uh, were like Die Hard before Die Hard, but they came out after. And he also thinks he invented the captain going down with the ship.
1: <laughs> I, I guess he's saying for I this I did episode? he not
0: see Titanic? Yeah. But uh, it's just, oh boy.
1: Uh. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, look, that's, I think look.
0: that's the most famous instance. And, of course, I'm referring to the movie from 1990.
1: 60... Oh, you're talking about the original one? The yeah. one. That... The one that Titanic ripped off. Yeah, now uh, we've seen this it. before, James Cameron. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> um, I don't think he's saying. Go back to your robots. I don't think. I don't just. I'm not sure what uh, what his argument is. He says it's an idea we've seen countless times under siege, fifty-seven. I don't think he's saying that they came before Die Hard, but I think he is arguing well everybody's ripped it off therefore I'm not really ripping it off and I don't like that's fair like they're all ripping and off also Die Hard like,
0: I don't even think it's a rip off I think it's like you're 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 homaging or you're writing something that's almost like genre y yeah. and I think Die Hard is the genre
1: well it certainly became that after all those other films
0: I mean it's like going to see a shark movie that is not compared to Jaws it's not possible
1: it's true um Anyway, uh, which was rejected as a notion in the 24th century. That was a strong line for me, a captain alone with a ship. My theory is that what Picard loved most was the Enterprise. This is what, what I was... This is Andy. This is what I, I was saying that I thought the ship, the, the episode might be about. Uh, I don't think the staff agreed with me. I think they thought it was too much of a 20th or 18th century concept or Kirk. Um, uh, and then... Um, Command Master Chief adds, Gendel did describe his pitch for the episode as die Hard on the Enterprise, however. <laughs> and he quotes sources. So it's weird that he's very defensive about the diehard connection in one interview, and then he refers to it as diehard on the Enterprise in another instance. In any event, I throw that out. It's obviously diehard. There are so many different things that are similar. Um many people wrote in saying pointing out uh the uh their rules from policeman line and in, in uh and die hard oh, and yeah. the, your starfleet I even about that. starfleet doesn't let it it's just like there's so many things like that it's clearly derived from die hard and there's no shame in it yeah also by the way no one's no one's mad at you buddy
0: you wrote a pretty decent episode of trek what's wrong it's, enjoy it's it great
1: Although, that being said, it is called Starship Mine, so I believe that he's right that it was, to a certain degree, him defending his ship.
0: Also, but I don't agree with the I don't the think concept. it's him going down with the ship. No, but I don't agree with the concept that that was a
1: passe thing, the captain going down with the ship. Yeah, look at... Well, I guess he's... They're saying Kirk, but with, uh, you know, Kirk saying, uh, my God, what have I done, when he just i don't want to spoil anything yeah sure <laughs> i
0: don't want to spoil star trek 3 for anyone um but uh, and he says my god bones um anyway the Ugh. uh
1: he's never, he's never been more of a more of a Trek nerd than that moment <laughs> <laughs> and he says my god bones come
0: on come on eddie <laughs> he might not honestly he might not even say it come on, my god bones I feel, I feel like it does but also I might just be remembering a game of telephone in my head look it up that is fascinating uh, one of those mandala effect kind of things in my head for some reason only my head that he says my god bones um, yeah no, you're right. he you right my, my god because he says you did what you had you're to correct. do what any yeah.
1: captain would do you turned death into a fighting chance to live boy I remember that movie very well it's a good I one don't even like it that much Lieutenant Anthony Wiper writes us. Uh, so, if Picard had Sarek's knowledge and is able to perform a ne- neck pinch, which I'm totally on board with. Wait, then what I was
0: going to say regarding the star- captain going down with the ship thing. I don't. Oh, sorry. I find that weird that they would say that that was passe. Like, there's so even many other things he, that and they this draw is from post the Post Roddenberry's death, I don't even think Roddenberry would say that was passe.
1: No, I think his whole his whole. He had a very large uh, uh, theme going on of how these captains act like old-timey captains. Yeah, he was like into Horatio Hornblower and all that, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, but anyway, it's not, I don't even know that it's, a, it's Captain going down with the ship. I think it's Picard defending no, 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 his but ship.
0: no, but that's what he's saying. It wasn't able to be. Remember uh-huh. in the quote, he's like, but the writer's room fought against that, and they thought oh. that was passe, so it became this thing.
1: Well, I guess if we're breaking it down in that way, I guess I would agree with the writers on that case. Don't, don't, wouldn't you? Like, Picard wouldn't allow himself to die just to go down with the ship.
0: Oh, I think he'd be absolutely willing to go down with the ship.
1: He'd be willing to go down with the ship yeah. if there was a purpose, but I don't think he would go down with the ship if I'm, just for uh, going down with the ship.
0: assuming that they, he, I, at least I hope, he wasn't pitching the idea that let's kill the Enterprise and Picard in the middle of season six. Well, I assume there would have been
1: some way that Picard lived. Maybe someone beamed him out just as he was clinging to the to the captain's chair. How dare they? Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Back to Anthony Wiper's letter. Uh, so, if Picard has Sarek's knowledge and is able to perform a neck pinch, which I'm totally on board with, then it would stand to reason he would also know all about Discovery. By that same logic, would McCoy also know, given his experience carrying Spock's Katra... From his mind meld, I say yes.
0: Uh, I say that the Vulcans uh, can, uh, in a disciplined manner, cordon off sections of their mind, ooh, so that some parts cannot be accessed.
1: I think that's good headcanon. Thank but you. I'm whether that's that's how I get through things. Established you know? <laughs> your head, your personal yeah. headcanon. cannon. Um, Lieutenant Scott Lieberman writes: How did the USS Voyager not need a baryon sweep? it obviously ran its warp engines the most. It's very true. So true.
0: I think maybe it was a, uh, spoiler, but maybe it got, um, it got it eventually. Maybe it got a, maybe it got a Baryon sweep and just happened off camera. It seems reasonable. (laughs) I mean, I feel like if it's such a thing for warp engines, uh, then it,
1: yeah, how often do they? It, do it?
0: reason that the Delta Quadrant is full of warp engines, so there's got to be bar- like array Argus arrays, like you know, sweeping barriers all over the place.
1: Yeah,
0: you get pay like, like a, you pay like a Kazon like uh, one replicator unit. Boom, barrier sweep.
1: What do they put all the fish, the dolphins, and the whatnot? They beam them down to the pool. Yeah,
0: whatever the <laughs> pool area is next to the riding trails. Maybe
1: each array comes with
0: giant aquariums yeah that's probably
1: exactly what happens uh sante mastriana um writes he gave me the i was just gonna say i know that
0: person and then i realized
1: i know them because they're in the president circle <laughs> that's right uh hi matt Nandy. andy it has been a running joke oh wait I don't know if he is in the president circle anymore. Let's say he is. But we're going to include this in the... I believe this, it was. They, I believe they were last time we read the names in October. Oh, there you go. Then yeah. we're, we're including you. It has been a running joke for years between my best friend and I to say... Uh, oh, this is in regards to uh, Picard's outrage at Jordy asking for additional units. <laughs> um... Uh, it's been a running joke for years for my best friend and I to say additional units uh, random, randomly to one another in the same indignant tone that Picard responds to Geordi's request in the opening of the episode. Like, whoa, I get it. Picard is clearly having a stressful day with this barrier sweep or whatever, and he really doesn't want to go to the bullshit party. But give Geordi a break. It's just a few extra units, for Christ's sake. Side note, I've always interpreted the saddle gag in this episode as a wink-wink, nudge-nudge sort of sexy thing. I don't. Dis- I don't agree with that, Sante. <laughs> uh, thanks, Sante Mastriana. Wait, drinking
0: a sexy
1: thing. Like it's like he's. It's some kind of um, an S and M thing. I maybe. Maybe they
0: were already in talks to do uh, generations, uh-huh. and they had already heard the stipulation from Shatner that he would only do it if they could ride horses in the movie. And yeah. also, you have to rent my horses. And then this was their way of going like, "Oh my God, this guy and his horses! Let's ride a saddle gag in."
1: <laughs> I mean, that's as plausible as anything. Um, I did note in the episode, uh, in agreement with Sante, <laughs> that Picard seems to minorly freak out on Jordy at that, and then it's not followed up.
0: I we did talk about how I don't like his saddle is like not worn in at all.
1: That's right. Well, he hasn't had much opportunity to use it. Yeah, but it. he
0: could have just gotten a saddle on the planet. It would have been fine. Well, I mean, he didn't need an excuse to get out of that room. His right. whole thing
1: was it's a personal thing. It's argument, I guess he anyway. could have
0: gotten out immediately just to go ride the trails with a new saddle. But then he wouldn't yeah. have saved the day. It's true. Anyway, also, I wonder for- if that was if that <laughs> terrorist uh, leader's plan was always
1: to kill everybody but herself. Oh, yeah. She does kill them sort of wantonly. Yeah. She does allows them to die. It's kind of Joker style. Is that lady the Joker? Maybe that lady is the Joker. She is a redhead. Wow. She does get in that purple suit at the end. I say that like
0: like the Joker is a redhead. He's got green hair. Come on, (laughs) everybody. He's got green hair. Uh, (laughs) Come on. He fooled you. (laughs) That does it for the President's Circle. Let's head out. Some hails.
4: Captain, Captain, we are being hailed.
0: All right, Andy, what's first on the hails?
1: Uh, We have a hail and a jingle from. We didn't do a B themed. No. Okay, good. um, sometimes I get a little confused about what, what I've played and what I haven't. Uh, we have a, uh, uh, hail from, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to do the best I can. It's Borgor, Borgdor, Asgerson. Looks kind of Dutch. Um... Oh, wait. His is Andy accent Corner. Animo Andy, tu puedes.
3: <laughs> it's going to be shit. It
1: really was. His name is Thor, not the god. So let's just uh, reduce it to that. Um, hey, Andy and Matt. In last week's episode, I heard the birth of a new and awesome segment that is almost at par with the great Frank Sinatra, Come On. I think this is a, a little while ago. Uh, introducing I Will Always Love Bees... With a not so catchy <laughs> jingle, and one one he also sent 102 facts about bees and beekeeping. I mean, how interesting is that? Because he think he really wanted us to commit to this this being a weekly segment. Love the pod, guys. Keep up the good work. Stay safe and best regards, Thor. Not the man.
0: Bees. I don't know why Whitney Houston is singing behind our bee discussion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we will always love bees. <laughs> what a dumb, what a
0: dumb thing we just did and said. I love it. Well, Andy, might as well give us one fact about bees.
1: All right. Let's... This,
0: of course, is the inaugural segment. I will always love bees.
1: <laughs> I didn't anticipate uh, the uh, the interest beyond the jingle, but let me look it up. <clears throat> uh, oh. He he. Okay, he did a, a shorter one, so that's that one. So if, if you want, if you want to continue with it, all right. The first one is honeybees fertilize the grapes at Jean Luc Picard's vineyard Chateau Picard in La Barre, France. TNG, the Q continuum novel Q Strike. <laughs> wow. <Lindo! laughs>
0: I don't know why Whitney Houston is singing behind our bee discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we always love bees. Thank you. All right, Andy. Th- does that do it for the hails? Uh, we just got one prime corrective. Oh, well, that gets its own sound because, of course, it does. Everything gets a sound here.
3: Time for retrospective. These treaties are objective. It's a prime corrective because Math, and Andy got it wrong.
1: This is from Thomas Crawford. Uh, you're probably getting a bunch of these, Matt, so hopefully I'm the one whose email is being read. It you, sure is, you buddy. Are. You made it.
0: You are. As
1: a matter of fact, I don't know that I got this from other people. It's Dr. Tolian Soren, not Julian Soren. Whoa. Mind blown.
0: You know what it is? It's the Alexander Siddig who plays Julian Bashir. Uh-huh. is Malcolm McDowell's actual nephew. So I often get Julian's, I throw that name in there because I think of the two of them for
1: some reason. Wait. the oh no, Julian Bashir wasn't Malcolm McDowell's nephew.
0: Yes, he is. The actor? Yeah, Alexander Sadiq, yeah.
1: Oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's cool.
0: At least I think so. Good God. Now that I do a podcast, I question every fact I thought I had in my head. You were right about the Kirk line. Well let's see. (laughs) Malcolm McDowell, uh, let's see. uh, Let's go in here and type in Alexander Sadig. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, are you (laughs) the laughing hour? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, his mother is the older sister of Malcolm McDowell. There His you His mother
1: is the older sister of Malcolm McDowell. Crazy. That um, makes him you, a nephew. If you would like to send a hail to us, you can send it to sdtncpod at gmail.com, or you can join the Patreon and get priority access to our Priority One messages. Um, you can reach Matt at Matt Myra on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at, at Andrew Secunda on Instagram and at Secunda on Twitter. Or you can send us a voicemail at eight one six TREK TNC. Please do, Andy. It is now time to
0: talk about lessons, which aired the week of April fifth, nineteen ninety three. What was
1: happening in the world? I'll tell you, Matt. "Informer" by Snow was the number one song in the U.S. The number one movie was Top and a Half. Oh, sorry. The number one song in the UK, "Young at Heart" by the Bluebells. I assume that's a cover of Frank Sinatra's hit. Is it? Um, the number one find book, "The Client" out. by John Grisham. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a cover. i got to say, i like a skiffle band. I just don't understand what was going on in the UK. I don't know if we're missing something. Every week it's like a
0: genre that should not be popular being popular. It's very strange. But they are like well, a skiffle band. That's very interesting. Very
1: skiffly, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> the number one book was The Client by John Grisham. The number one TV show that week was the NCAA Basketball Championship game. Um, And some events, Lisa Bonet and uh, Lenny Kravitz file for divorce. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame begins begins construction.
0: Jangly guitar-based pop, not dissimilar to their Scottish contemporaries Aztec Camera and Orange Juice. They had three top 40 hits in the UK singles chart, all written by guitarist and founding member Bobby Bluebell.
1: (laughs) Good old Bob's Blue bell
0: (laughs) well you know what good for them uh Andy let me tell you a little bit more about the episode this was directed by Robert Weimer and what are you doing how could you how dare you you better have another fact ready I don't know why Whitney Houston is singing behind our bee discussion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we will always love bees. Andy? The practice of beekeeping dates back at least 4,500 years. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know why Whitney Houston is singing behind our bee discussion. Frank Sinatra, come on!
1: <laughs> yeah, we we'll always love bees.
0: It's time for that segment everybody hates.
1: <laughs> time for Frank Sinatra, come on. Andy? What was yeah. going on with
0: the chairman of the board the in April of ninety three?
1: Well, Matt, there's another week off for Frank as he prepares to go out on tour later in the month. So we might as well earned Frank. for sure. So we might as well check in on the difficult production of his duets album. In other words. <laughs> <laughs> This is so great Ken Malay. good work for this hand. two days of studio time with a full orchestra have been wasted no. so far with a nervous Frank concerned about making his first Baby, recording in years he comes back one more time and picks up the wireless handheld mic uh, they've given him to make it feel more like a live concert uh, he launches into Come Fly with me and then proceeds to record nine songs in a five hour session he lets the musicians music, musicians have a short break, and then finishes another four songs to complete his part of the album.
0: <laughs> wow! He just went in, ring a ding ding, and I'm out in a day. Yeah, sure. Uh, who he had to be super
1: neurotic for several days. Uh, uh, who did he do the duet with? I mean, I assume there's a bunch of people.
3: I think it, he did one with Louis, Natalie
0: Cole. Louis, did I imagine that, it was or was that Louis on Natalie Miguel? Cole? he did what do you a, mean on the, that's who he did the duet with didn't he do for this album several duets for this album he, but we specifically mentioned Come Fly With Me
1: oh I see I see.
5: once <laughs> I get you up there where the air is rarefied
1: oh Frank maybe you should have
0: taken
2: a little more time we'll
5: just glide starry
2: eyes once I get you
5: up there, up there. I'll be holding you so very near. You might That's even
3: right. hear
5: a gang of angels cheer just because we're together. Weather wise is such a cuckoo cool day. There's a bar in Far Bombay. I guess. In Llama Land, there's a one-man band and he'll troop
0: his flute for you. Nice.
1: All right, Frank. I guess, and he'll toot. (laughs) I was gonna say, doesn't it kind of defeat the purpose of a duet for the people to not be there recording together? Isn't it sort of your sort of sense in the vibe? But it sounded like the other people would listen to Frank and then adjust around him. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Way it should be. You know, you can't
0: just run around uh, being all Frank.
1: What? That doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, I remember Natalie Cole's Duet with her father? That was a huge hit.
1: Oh, maybe that was what I was thinking of. Did she not have one with Frank?
0: It I don't. It was just I the one know. with her father. Let me find out. Yeah. Let me find Is it out, a whole Andy. Album?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, I mean, they did a live version of uh Yeah, they can't take that away from me. It was on that duets album.
5: bumpy road to love. But I Keep the memory out♫
2: The way you hold your knife The
0: way we dance till three That's one. That one's better, I think. Yes. That one feels more like a traditional duet. So true. As it were. Now I'll actually talk about Star Trek. Uh, this is directed by Robert Weimer, written by Ronald Wilkerson and Jean-Louis Mathias. Regine? It's a great anyway, The captain's usual solo personal life suddenly becomes a duet when its new chief of stellar sciences, Lieutenant Commander Nella Darren, checks in aboard his ship. The lovely, intelligent woman is also an accomplished pianist, and after a concert, Picard tells her of his... Uh, I've never seen the word spelled. I'm going to pronounce it the way it's pronounced. Rysik and flute, and the odd way he learned to play it. Their duets quickly lead to love. Troy assuages the captain's guilt about his command image, while an unintended incident between Nella and Riker leads the captain to remind her that in any choice between her and the ship, the Enterprise must come first. But the credo is more than put to the test. When the ship arrives to study... The firestorms of uh Bercellus III. three. The scientific excitement turns to tense when the storms threaten the outpost earlier than expected. Nella goes down with the teams and when she and LaForge create a shield to cover the evacuation. but Picard finds himself ordering Nella to her possible death when the teams return. Sorry, everybody, that was a yawn. When the teams return. I'm sorry possible death with the teams and they must remain sorry (laughs) they must remain to control the shield manually. When she and her crew are presumed dead it is all he can do to keep life going but even her miraculous reprieve with a team member leads them both to realize they cannot remain lovers while working as commander and subordinate. Nella opts for a transfer noting that they must remain apart to keep their love alive. So beautiful. What? What? That is highly. Yep, that really is read into it. Doctor Trek, really king of the editorializing. (laughs) That is.
1: is, He really walked away with his
0: own opinion there. I don't
1: think that's how that end scene reads at all.
0: (laughs) That's exactly how it ends, (laughs) and you can't argue with Doctor Trek. They're going to be together. You can't tell me they're not going to be together. Their love Uh, is together. I'm Doctor Trek. Their love (laughs) is alive, Andy. Their love is alive. All right. Well, I like that it kicks off with a three a.m. Captain stroll.
4: Will it be? Another three hours, twenty two minutes, sir. I can override if necessary. No, it's not important. Aye, sir.
0: Why do you suppose he went to his office to do this work?
1: Um, I don't know. Seems like. I think that he just went up to ask Data that question and then he was close to the office so he just figured, damn here, I'll just I'll just go in. I mean there. you're telling me the communicator doesn't work? Well that's a really valid maybe he felt silly because it was a minor issue. Maybe. I'm giving you a different link. He just there. likes his chair. Why did you leave again? Because it wasn't working as always. I don't care for this anymore. I don't either. If anybody has a good solution for us to watch this, we've tried now Amazon and we've tried Netflix and both of them are wonky. Andy's end is wonky. The end. Ugh. I have a new computer now. I don't know what you're blaming on me.
0: Uh, because I don't understand how it's disappearing. I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't you, disappear. It's maybe just not a linked up with you. to click the button again. You know the TP button?
1: There's no reason I would have to.
0: Because that's how it works. You've been on other websites.
1: Yeah, but I'm the one that started this. I really hope you cut this out because this is, guys. Um, no, well, we should keep it dead in. air time. We
0: should keep it in for the actual. Does anyone have a solution? If so, <laughs> do let us know.
1: Not to edit a show.
0: <laughs> I do a lot of work on this show. How dare you? <laughs> I'm up to twelve. Um, both look at the look at the look at the file. Everybody, just check check the file name. On the podcast when you download it, because that tells you the actual time I exported the file. Often mm. you'll see it at like twelve thirty in the morning.
1: Ah, stop your bitching. Hit play. Am I in sync? Yes, you are.
0: Are you sure? It looks in sync.
1: What are those little the the little circuits on his Could desk? Red circuits. Down there.
0: That is like a uh, prop. That's like big isolinear chips. I assume it was what they assumed data storage would
1: be. Not really thinking mm. about the fact that everything would be wireless. Oh, interesting. So he would like stick that into something and it would have data on it? I assumed. Like those diskettes
0: on the Enterprise uh, 1701. Huh.
5: It'll take a second for our eyes to readjust. I like this. Okay.
1: By the way, Elevate you had to three, be... Two more gears. Oh, Oh, go ahead. You had to be in heaven. I know. I loved it when it's you know like I'm not even the the protocol uh, fan. <laughs> I don't know uh, <laughs> that you are. I had other things. That protocol,
3: said that. yeah. That's me.
0: Every time, every <laughs> time, obsessive, I'm out there in the audience and just Yoda. like.
1: Seeing uh, data on the on the bridge, and he's you look. Know, I, he's love the I love it. I love seeing
0: Night Watch. Uh, I love I love Picard three o'clock in the morning bopping around the ship. I love uh,
1: the late. And he's work in going his, on. also. He's talking. in his uh, Picard again. But I'll tell you what I didn't love. Or but wait a minute before we go on, they had this conversation that was day or night, and I don't know. We must have had this conversation several times before. Who decides whether it's day or night? What do you? talking about good morning he says good evening data and then he says actually good morning sir well it's 3 a.m someone just randomly decided it was 3 a.m but no the ship's clock it is 3 a.m on the ship i understand but it's sort of arbitrary
0: right i feel like we've had this
1: same same discussion before no they lock
0: in they have to keep a clock they have to keep a 24-hour clock Otherwise, know, when it's you just say weird. otherwise, when you say let's meet at oh eight hundred, no one would. No, I understand that,
1: that it, you have a you have a time that everybody's agreed on. Yeah, but it's, it's maybe just... it's like sync
0: to Starfleet. We don't know where it's synced to. Maybe it's the West Coast. Maybe it's Star Stellar something. I don't know. But like it uh, seems like to me, the idea is like it's probably sync to Starfleet, like Starfleet something. Command.
1: Given that there's no day or night, it's interesting for either of them to say good evening or actually good morning. <laughs> It would just be, but there is an this, evening. This, this and This is morning. the time we're agreeing on. Huh?
0: They have to keep a. They have to keep a schedule, like human beings. Yeah, but
1: there's a night shift. Data's clear. That night shift crew clearly isn't on the the same schedule. But that's because who knows when they're having they're, breakfast? They're doing
0: the night shift. I mean, uh-huh. they
1: probably have breakfast at like 10 p.m.
0: I know. This is what I'm saying. It's all topsy turvy. But like, it's like any place where there's 24 hours of people working, like a hospital, for instance, like you know someone who comes in at 11 p.m.
1: Yeah, right and works the night shift their body schedule is different i understand and you would you might say good good evening to that person but um what i'm saying is there is no evening or morning in the outside outside the ship it's all a random but it's all done with
0: the ship's lighting like when they go to night watch yeah you, I mean, it wasn't lit like that in this episode, but when we've there seen it go a night lo- night watch,
1: I guess it goes to my my point of that it's arbitrary. Drops
0: down. I it's not arbitrary, Andy.
4: I love protocol.
0: It's not it arbitrary. Feel it's it's, feel it's like it, There's night, a reason for it.
1: By turning the dimmer that day, so therefore it's not really night. So, like,
0: if you if they're if they're studying a star and they're right next to what would quote unquote be the sun to you, then yeah, it's that, always day. It's always morning. <laughs> That's right. Okay. All right. I just want to see where we're This noonday sun is really getting to me. <laughs>
1: it's actually midnight. So you say I don't. think The sun argues differently. Um,
0: but it's like any you know, like I assume, like oh, they turn the ship
1: around. It's night now. <laughs> like ships
0: in the Arctic, where it's like night or day for extremely long periods of time. You know. Yeah, they got to be on a clock. Like when I'm I was not saying when they I was be in Finland and it was like twenty-one hours of daylight yeah and i went to bed and it was bright out and i woke up and it was bright out like takes a little why while. were you
1: in finland did you just say i was in finland for a couple of weeks doing something for nokia a couple of years back cool i know i loved iceland i went to iceland a couple of years ago that was a similar thing that was great
0: it's not as iceland as far north
1: if anybody wants to get us to Iceland in a con when the world isn't sick anymore, why would they Is there are there conventions in Reykjavik? I don't know, but they're
0: the entire they population even... is like two hundred thousand people and hundred and fifty thousand of them live in Reykjavik.
1: I know. And they're very they it's a very English speaking culture. That's where we did our honeymoon. Oh. So do you love it? I do. Um and uh it's very English speaking culture and I do believe we have a couple of TNC fans there. If I remember our map that's on on Look, our Facebook. Maybe we'll, we'll do a maybe
0: up. we'll do a, a worldwide tour? Special episode of the podcast just at your house. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> lockdown happens. Or maybe we'll just go to that big Lebowski themed bar in downtown Reykjavik.
1: If they pay our Q fee, they don't basically need to if they pay, pay for Q us fee, fee, to fly there.
0: I would happily no. just go to Iceland and do a podcast with them. I mean, they just live in a cool place That's No fee need apply
5: Good, Mm. we can do this No, 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 we're losing vertical alignment Compensate, compensate Compensating Gently, gently, Marquez, don't bump it No No, 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 Hit, hit the Oh Forget it, forget it Lights Whoever you are, you just ruined Four hours of work
2: you might have taken the simple precaution of locking the door
5: It's three Zing He
2: got it Listen to the repartee Captain Picard I assume that you must be Lieutenant Commander Darren
5: Yes sir I'm sorry It's just we weren't expecting anybody to be up at this hour
2: Well You're new on the Enterprise You'll have to learn to expect the unexpected
0: that's why I put in for this assignment, sir. Well, it's never Excited. day or night here, here, so get out. <laughs> I'm Andy. But it required depriving the captain
2: of this cup of Earl Grey.
5: Earl Grey? No wonder you can't sleep.
2: Computer, bring well, replicators back out, online I've and had. give
5: me a cup of Darren Herbal Tea Blend Number 3.
1: Hot.
0: He does hate this tea. I've never seen him react so poorly to tea.
1: He really. Cause it's, it's, it really is an indication of what a, what a crush he has on her that in the later scene he went back blends, to try all the teas until he found one he liked. Yeah,
0: I like to think are, that uh, all of her blends. I like to think that he's constantly looking for new teas. He just goes, Computer, has anyone added a new tea recipe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, think he does. He's
2: fucking sticks with their old to one of
5: them.
2: I look forward to sampling them.
5: <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry if uh, the system blackouts were requested inconvenienced you
0: i was watching this the other night and dory happened to be in the like at the dining room table and she could hear it and she's like why is she so breathy (laughs) and i was like because captain picard needs to fall in love with her in one episode (laughs) she's like "Oh." we're
5: taking i like the voice readings wouldn't have taken much to throw them off and i like the 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 performance I'm trying to construct a mathematical model of an emerging star system. If it works, we'll be able to predict the configuration of a star system that won't be formed for another two million years.
2: It's a long time to wait to see if you're right.
5: I have a few things to do between now and then.
1: I think, first of all, spoiler alert, I love this episode. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, do you not? I was curious where we would sit oh, on I like this. this. I think it's a good episode for sure. Um, I just didn't. know. I just feel like I didn't, it's, know, I didn't
0: expect you to be so um, effusive about it.
1: It's. I guess I. I felt like. I think I like episodes. You know. You know. As I've said, I love a good pew pew. But none nonetheless, I really like episodes where they dig into the characters and handle them in a smart way. And this is such a huge task, which they've frankly tried before and failed on several occasions to have Picard have feelings for someone else and have it seem organic. Like, uh, uh, what's, another, what's la-
0: another occasion? That you're um, of?
1: The, the con artist archaeologist lady. Uh huh. Vosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,. Just terrible, and this—it's like such a. <laughs> and the such irony, an,
0: of course, is that he was dating Bosch at the time.
1: I know, I know. I think that was maybe why it seemed forced. But it, she—it's like they—they they handle her giving him shit a little bit, but it's in a—it's in a way that he might do. It's just so—it's uh, just like so well drawn, and it's such an adult relationship. It's really, it really good, was good
0: casting too. I like you buy. That's her the other as thing. Like his yeah. intellectual equal.
1: Yeah, and someone who doesn't, who is super competent. And at first, I thought, oh no, are they going to make her when she was sort of snapping at her at the uh, at the uh, at her subordinates? I was like, oh no, is she going to make them her a problem? But she was like, no, she's very firm about what she wants, but she's also you know, um, understanding and uh, and reasonable to her subordinates, just like Picard. So, just a really well-drawn progression and character, and and it's a great performance. I also love that like now he's running around the ship, just so
0: excited about stellar cartography.
1: I know! He's just yammering about it! And he's...
2: <laughs> I'm sure that stellar sciences will find it a most interesting study. Commander Darren has
4: already requested extra time on the main sensor array. Well, you have to bridge number one.
1: <laughs> Captain... I love uh, I like that moment with him smiling. 10 forward. We will perform and Chopin's tree. Card is, uh, and uh, and Riker is looking at him. That that look that Frakes gives him is just perfection. <laughs> it's just like not gonna say anything, but something's going on. <laughs> it's just so great, and he gets a little awkward. Then, <laughs> I mean, he he plays it very
0: genuinely. Awkward. I mean, Patrick Stewart's great. See, he nails this. Like they all. I'm saying all, Franks too. It's all good. Yeah. Oh, Franks. You think Franks is a? Does he?
1: Yeah, but I don't think Franks knows to be awkward yet. He's just confused. <laughs> I. I think he's just like, like what? I feel like he knows something's going on with with uh with Picard, and that's why he gives him a look. That's kind of like if you look at that look he gives him just before. That that awkward silence, he's like, what are you talking about this for? What's going on? Something's going on. I love
0: it. Meanwhile, at breakfast, lunch, or dinner...
2: Wesley.
5: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, Jean-Luc. This is delicious. What is it?
2: Hmm? It's a herbal tea blend. I, herbal. Um, found it in the replicator files. Hmm. Have you met any of the new crew members who came aboard at Starbase 218?
5: In fact, I have seen Beck He's an obstetric uh, specialist. Uh,
2: who gave I met the him? new head of Stella Science last night. He's just easing
0: into it, Andy. He can't just be out and out about like, hey, look at me. He could. I'm into this. He could. Commander Darren.
5: Yes. Nella Darren. She came into sick bay for a physical last week. I like her. Very forthright.
2: Did you know that it is now possible? To predict the configuration of a star system which won't be formed for another two million years
5: really no I didn't
2: mm-hmm it's really quite intriguing the whole thing is made possible by a complex mathematical construct based on fractal particle motion but that's only the foundation the modeling itself is done by gravimetric wave input I see <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Wow.
3: So> great.
2: <laughs> I know this is all pretty dry stuff stellar cartography isn't everybody's cup of tea
1: I'm sure it's really quite fascinating
2: you know we should be getting along to 10 forward but we're gonna be late for the concert
1: do you think Beverly knows what's going on by this point or uh, do you think she's just like well, I don't know same as Riker it's like something's going on I don't know what's going on
0: yeah I think that it's that, that, it's, that it's that and then mm-hmm. I love the shot of Troy like that rack to Troy when Troy's like oh <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I don't know if you play it, it's just music uh, <laughs> I wonder, I didn't check uh, Memory Alpha, I bet you she plays Because they have at least one shot where she's playing She might have just been good faking But uh...
5: Make me go out and play
2: I wanted to ask uh, During the second arpeggio Of the first movement, I noticed that you played An F minor chord instead of a diminished D You're
5: a musician, what's your instrument? We should play sometime
2: No, 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 I'm, I'm just an amateur But your choice in that arpeggio was delightful not at all what one would expect.
5: Well, Captain, now that I'm on your ship, maybe you should start expecting the unexpected.
1: Boom. <laughs> he is delighted.
0: <laughs> the... Uh, hang on. Keeping his a- filming angle simple and conservative to reflect the tone of the story, Weimer still worked in tricks to disguise the live musicians playing for actors Stuart and Hughes. The unbroken piano pan and the up-through-the-clear-table shot disguised the likes of piano photo double Natalie Martin, who also recorded the music for Nella's Instruments. Hmm.
1: I know that there was one... And her husband, uh, Bryce, uh,
0: did the same for Picard's Rysikin. Oh.
1: There is one obtrusive cut with the piano, but I thought I saw at least one where she's actually playing that, where she's in the shot. Well, that's but good, good
0: acting right there.
5: Excuse me, sir. I was hoping that my people in spectral analysis could have another few hours on the main sensor array.
4: I'm sorry. The array has already been allocated to engineering.
0: She's Australian. Why not let her do the Australian accent? I do wonder. There is There, there was a... I did I never You never hit think my... about it, but I don't think I've ever heard an Australian on Star
1: Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they feel like Australians are too rough and tumble to be in Starfleet.
0: I mean, by that token, you've never really heard a Boston accent either.
1: Right. You have heard a 1940s cab driver New York accent and uh, Biff Yeager.
0: <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so, I guess they just make their mind up. Yeah. Uh, my um, favorite thing is how, uh, in this episode, my favorite thing is how <laughs> blown away by the shitty... Piano (laughs) Picardus.
1: The the way they both are. The way she unrolls it and the way she's just like, look at this!
5: Love to hear you play sometime.
1: It's so funny. It's one of the most... (laughs) That doesn't matter
2: as long as you enjoy it. Yes, but I wouldn't want to inflict it on someone else.
1: (laughs) It's one of the most uh, obtrusive examples of Star Trek technology being behind our technology and people making a (laughs) Making a big deal about it.
0: Well, I mean, if it's like a super loud, if it, you know, it's still kind of impressive, but it's not impressive. Let's be honest. I don't think it was impressive then. Yes, of
1: course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe
0: she's so bad at flute.
1: I think she was just trying to suck him in to play.
0: Watch the uh, when there's like close-up shots of him. Watch the arm, the uh, hands that are up in front of his face. Like I feel like it was the guy who was playing the flute just was like okay blow into this I'm gonna get down behind your back crouch oh, down maybe. and you're just gonna play I'll just blow just blow steady cause the, the arms the arms do still. not match it's not this shot it's we should like ble- a shot later
2: I picked it up on Madeline oh two. here it is it's everybody amazing. that is remarkable <laughs> well why don't you play something <laughs> Spend a lot of Here's shoe star, work around this <laughs> What should we play?
5: What were you working on before I came in?
2: Um, Bath, the third Brandenburg.
1: Perfect. Go ahead. And it's such a slow progression. But it's really well drawn. Like, this is what it would take Uh, to draw (laughs) frickin' Picard out of a shell.
0: Uh, It's all right. <laughs> a, a magical <laughs> piano <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know he'd be, he'd be uncomfortable with the relationship uh, like uh, uh, when uh, it was funky jancy fem femky whole thing <laughs> is getting a guy to fall in love with her but, <laughs> but you just
0: it sounded like you said funky dancing
1: <laughs> but well, you know obviously picard loves funky dancing we all know this about him um so she could have taken a short shortcut <laughs> and just said, "Hey, she could have take a shortcut to Funky Town?" I mean, <laughs> <laughs> why don't I just put on the Parliament here uh, and uh you love funky-tello. that funky dancing,
0: don't you Jean-Luc? I love funky dancing. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Actually, you know what no one knows is that in that when that probe was uh, tied into my mind, uh, I also lived a lifetime as a funky dancer.
1: <laughs> I also love that he he doesn't tell her that he's he's reticent to tell her because it's so fucking personal. And then he tells her later. And it's like, you would never think that would be good TV writing. You would think, well, yeah, we're just killing time here. But it's so perfect because he's such an insulated individual that this is a logical progression of how long it would take to pull him out of his shell. It's, it's all, really it's nice. It's also like...
0: Um you know it's a thing that like you've never really even had him fully explain to anybody on the show so to have him actually lay it out as though like which is sort of i think the part of part of like the characterization of Jean-Luc Picard that they missed in Picard i think is this lifetime
1: that he lived um i think you're right amongst yeah. uh, There's other things of just like even just the idea of like they're referring to this other episode in the perfect way that they would do it, which is, we have seen the episode, we know what it means to him, and then you're using it as emotional weight for this episode while having a slow reveal of but it. Also it's and like you the, could do that with a million things in Picard, and, and they're not doing it. And it's it. the acknowledgement, too, that like, this happened.
0: This is a thing that this character now has, has, is dealing with and has right. dealt with. Right, right. Uh, it's not like a sweep it under the rug because it's an episodic show. It's a it's a this is in our canon. This is what and, this character has gone through.
1: And it's kind of logical and it's such a great sci-fi mini premise that if even if if you had this experience, whether, you know, even though it was theoretically, you know, imaginary, it was this real experience for you. That was a real relationship with real children and a real wife. So if you got into a relationship with someone, you would have to t- you know, you wouldn't have to. You would theoretically it would be healthy to tell them you know whatever it actually was this had this importance to me it's a logical thing that you would do in the sci-fi premise it's really nice
5: I think you I.
0: this is the scene where his hands aren't his hands okay ready watch it Andy You'll, it's so awkward looking now
1: okay yeah I agree <laughs> right? Like, that has to be what's happening. That's,
5: That's wonderful. Keep going.
1: I love this that she has him improvise with her. So it's like a, a playful back and forth.
0: There is a note that they hit here. I'm like, oh.
1: Also, very, very Casio player.
0: Even the way he, that Patrick Stewart is trying to act with this uh, yes, thing is like I don't
1: know what the notes are going to be that are coming out. Yes, it's very, and it surprises me also. <laughs> yeah, it's like an improv game where somebody's standing behind you yes, doing the
0: in your hands, and <laughs> yeah. he happens. Like, to be I'm overemphasizing
4: playing a flute. <laughs> join me fencing mm-hmm. i'm not really very good ah doesn't
2: matter so long as you ch- 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 enjoy it why not good excellent 1400 hours then
1: now is this what time
0: is that because i'm andy i don't have hours on a ship
1: you have hours you just don't have a morning or a night <laughs> well, that's the afternoon <laughs> um is he acting that way because he's like, what is he so weird and bouncy for? You
0: know what's funny is that that whole, you know, I'm, that, I'm that he see does. What the
1: script says about this. Yeah.
0: Uh, it. I. Every time I've ever thought about that line, that exchange between the two, I always yeah. think it's from the episode where that guy, that alien, is impersonating Picard and sings songs and ten forward. Do you remember? No. It's like the happy version of Picard who wants to sing songs with everybody because Picard is actually trapped in a, uh, with a bullion cadet.
1: Gosh, I have no memory of this one. <laughs> That's the first time we've talked about an episode that I haven't
0: retained. Uh, am I that had to? Are we had to have already watch that? Right? I don't know. Um, um, hang on I have to find it now Picard I'm reading
1: from the script here Here it I'm is. curious After a moment this, Picard This episode sh- Hang on Is it
2: 6% engine efficiency Well done Thank you sir
1: uh, You lost sync with me, me <laughs> it's not, Ross, I'm not playing so anything I'm playing it in a YouTube clip best.
2: So. I know that I can rely on both of you Of course Gutlin. Excellent An ale for me And For my officers in fact, ails for everyone.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and everyone's like so impressed by the thing that he didn't have to spend any money for because it's the 10 forward and there's no money. Right, sure. <laughs> ails for everyone. But anyway, that episode is what I always thought that I always remember that fencing moment to be from because he's acting the same way, so happily out of character.
1: Yeah. What does the script um, say, Andy? I think it's, uh, it was mostly it was either a directorial or a Frakesian choice. Uh, he's full of energy and seems to be in a great mood. This is about Riker. This is about Picard. Um, Picard says, number one, my sparring partner canceled this afternoon, I'm wondering if you' would join me. I wonder if you would join me. Uh, Riker is unsure. The captain is far better than he is. Fencing, sir. I'm really not very good. Picard dismisses this. It doesn't matter. As long as you enjoy it. Riker considers, then smiles and nods. Why not? Excellent. 1,400 hours then. Um, he nods and returns to his ready room. Riker watches him go, glad to see him in a good mood. So I feel like Frakes made the choice that Riker was more like, almost weirded out that Picard was in such. Because a Because
0: I think Patrick Stewart made the choice to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true, and, I think and it's not even just in the script. Acting off of each other, it doesn't matter I'm as long so as much you much enjoy much. it. Is the only thing he says yeah. that that thing is all ad libbed. Look at,
2: this. Look at one. this guy! Look at how happy. My he fencing is. partners cancelled for this afternoon. I was wondering if you wanted to join me. Fencing? See this again? I'm not really very good. I just uh, want to. Doesn't matter. That so long as you that in our head. enjoy it. <laughs> Why not? Good, excellent. 1,400
0: hours in. I think it's a genuine it laugh, his... but there's a genuine chuckle.
1: He's almost weird and He's like, what is going on? Love this scene between Beverly and Darren. Because their hairs are different shades of red.
5: Kind of Um, (laughs) fluke. It is, really.
1: I do wonder. It's very strange that they two chose, I mean, I don't know, I got face blindness, so feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Don't they seem like they even have similar bone structure in addition to red hair?
0: Yeah. It's interesting. But only one of them's breathy and plays the piano
1: and has a vague Australian accent.
0: He
5: never did before. He seemed to enjoy it. He's actually quite promising, I see. Tell me, have you known him long? Yes, a very long time. He seems... somewhat isolated. I'd say he's a very private person, but not isolated. There, that help. Hmm,
0: that feels much better.
5: Thank you.
1: What's that, Andy? beverly would just break in he's not isolated he's got me
5: <laughs> i was afraid i might have to cancel
1: another duet <laughs> i love how they're playing this with beverly that it's all beneath the surface Climbing. so great
2: where are we going
5: we're almost there
2: i don't see why we could not just practice in my quarters
0: is in it's like, love it's, with this lady. It's like an enterprise when they find that place that has no gravity.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true.
5: What
2: is it? It's, um, it's from a probe. A
5: probe. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you play uh, with for such all I know, failing. a
1: computer made it up.
0: I mean he's probably never heard anybody else play it since he was alive in that old man's body i know such a, a wonderful little moment and the matte painting for the other end of the jeffries tube <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really convincing it didn't even strike me uh, that this shot of jordy looking around to see what the hell is that it, for some reason made me laugh out loud It's such an abrupt cut, and then him just being like, "What the crap is that music?" Also, is he the only one that hears it because he's blind and
0: his hearing is better?
1: Yeah, could be. Even though he wouldn't have heightened hearing because he can see. Well, not at night. Look at that! Look at the the specific acting of the guy in the corner there. He really overdid it.
4: Is there a problem,
1: Jordy? Pal, you got to go back to one on (laughs) one.
0: You're setting him back.
1: (laughs) Yep. Sorry, pal.
4: I do not hear anything. You're I sure? thought they were heading for
1: some kind of joke here, where like Data was going to make a joke about Geordi going insane.
0: Imagine if they did. What if they cut back and was like, "Now I hear kissing, Data." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will say, up until this point in the episode, I was thinking like, "Wow, this really blows my Picard's a virgin theory out of the water." And uh, and then you see this kiss and. Uh, <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I believe that is not a man who has kissed someone before um by the end of the episode i'm willing to accept that maybe picard has had 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 sex but uh but he had children oh uh, yeah well we don't know what we don't know if that was just an il- illusion created by the by the probe it's real to him
5: Feed me for this man's voice
1: <laughs> yeah but who so knows what his I perception of sex range. is <laughs>
2: <laughs> I understand that there are nuances. We rubbed elbows. Can pick up. We just don't have the ears for it.
5: Mm. I should be finished with my survey by 1100
2: hours. Very good, Commander. <laughs>
0: this, is so this isn't good. even his this floor.
1: I love this. This is such a great analysis of, of how awkward it would be. And and that she has a, a logical response to it, which is just like, what? What are you being a dick for? It's just, it's so adult and subtle. And that they talk right about
2: it. They don't. It's like there's no fucking. I know there are no around the bush. Oh yeah, play like this it's about a captain becoming involved with a fellow officer.
1: That surprised but. me.
5: You would like my opinion about you and Commander Darren?
0: It's the 23rd century, Andy. Like people evolved past in a
5: way that pleases people who care about your happiness, yes, it is.
2: But I have to be concerned about more than my own happiness.
5: And you think that your feelings toward Nella could change the way you function as captain?
2: Yes, relationships with co workers can be fraught with consequences. That's true. I dated right? Like cutting
5: yourself off from your feelings can carry consequences This isn't consequences about you that are just the serious.
2: You see, I've always believed that becoming involved with someone under my command would compromise my objectivity. And yet.
5: Captain, are you asking my
1: permission?
2: If I were, would you give it?
1: Yes. Great scene with uh, Troy. Come in. He's got permission! By the way, uh, also another, when he goes over to join her on the couch, just an- yet another in a long series of uh, Star Trek, too close talking scenes. It's like he doesn't need to sit that close to her on the couch.
0: Yeah, he does. If you're going to fit him in the three by five frame, i <laughs> sorry, uh, yeah. four by three frame in order to get a scene out because we're wasting
1: just, film. We can't shoot it from two angles. You just pull the camera back.
0: But then you're not as intimate with the intimate with the audience.
1: Um, wait, before we get past this, um, (laughs) like this is important, what I'm about to say. One is, uh, they have that debate about the herbal tea blend. And, um, I remember, uh, asking, can the replicator just make a caffeinated tea? Like is, because I think I asked about the Earl Grey, like, wouldn't that just keep him up all the time? Can it just make it decaf? So I think this... This uh, episode answers that you cannot, um, <laughs> or
0: I mean, he just
1: never tries to make a decaf. That's true. He never, <laughs> he never. And then the other thing, um, I don't know if we see Ogawa later, but uh, Beverly mentioned she's got a new nurse. What happened to Ogawa? She's there. That She's still there. Oh, she's still there. Hey, so yeah, he's yeah. just an additional new nurse, she's or the, somebody else was transferred out. She runs out. sick
0: bay on a. Starship. There's gotta be at least, I don't know, staff of like twenty. Yeah. Maybe okay. Ogao is, is down it? in the other medical bay working with Dr. salar
1: Oh, could be. I wonder if you gotta choose. I wonder if it's like Ah, uh, you know, I like going to salar I feel like she's uh she's more dependable. I bet you can make appointments he, with whomever. Yeah. There's probably I mean, an app. There's probably an app offended. on
0: one of those uh big plastic uh isolinear chips. <laughs> you put you punch that into the computer and then that is your how do you make doctor's appointments yeah anything else andy that's it okay. uh, although well whatever
1: go ahead that's okay man, no, no man. please that's why we do the show so you can talk Whoa. about star trek as much as you look, want. look you did no starfleet regulations about a captain getting involved with a fellow officer even if it's a twenty third century, he says, you know, it could be fraught with consequences. If you're the captain, isn't it even more complicated and weird dynamics, as is illustrated in this episode? I think humanity has evolved
0: past that point of there being like real. I mean, I, I like to think that's why there's no regulation on the books.
1: That evolved to the point where, or what?
0: maybe there's no regulation because Kirk wrote them. What? That's right.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, like evolved to the point where what? Uh
0: you don't there's no sort of like uh you don't have to worry about the separation of your work life and your professional life in the sense that like you should not be unfairly treating the rest of your crew because you are favoring someone else.
1: Like evolved past the point where a human would do that.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: I feel like based on the rest of the episode when it's we get indicative the point, of that well you might I mean Picard obviously is more evolved, but
0: I think I disagree. I think he's socially insular and and, and doesn't know how to behave. Uh-huh. Whereas right. I think Riker
1: would be fine. Uh, that's fair. But then um, that well, I guess all I'm saying is th- those examples illustrate that humanity as a whole hasn't moved past their issues.
0: Well, they have moved past poverty and 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 suffering and all that stuff, and they all work for the betterment of of of, of, of the species.
1: Yeah. Well, this is a subtler issue. I know, anyway. but I like to think that
0: once we're evolved to that point, the subtle stuff also comes along with it.
2: Okay. I'm really very sorry about what happened in the turbo lift when the crew member walked in. I don't I'm even know their so name. Cautious. It's kind
0: of I thought she was going to ask what if I knew her name and I don't know her name so I had to get out on the next floor. <laughs> you understand. Hey. It had nothing to do with us. Uh, whatever, you know, I was like, whatever deck this is, I'm getting off and even if it was like the bridge, I'd be getting off. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I, what if she asked me her name? Wow,
1: to get And from to the angle I was standing at, I see. couldn't even see her pips so I couldn't even call <laughs> her by your ring. <laughs> Two of us I could have just said blue, blue person. <laughs> I understand.
5: I'm glad you told me. For a minute there, I thought I'd misread you. One kiss, and you're off to find somebody else.
1: One weird kiss. Here's a second. I <laughs> you. How weirded I out wish that he was guy. like,
0: we're together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as going as to marry as her. As no, too far, too as far. Uh the guy walked in. Uh, hello, crewman.
2: We're
1: pre-engaged.
0: This is my lover.
2: <laughs> that I want to tell you. but not here. Do you remember the folk ballad? <laughs>
0: I wish they cut to hard cut to engineering, bustling engineering. This is better. Do you remember <laughs> the folk? <melody? laughs> cut to Jordan being like, "I hear voices." Ah, that must be the melody I heard.
2: I learned it on a planet. Does the song Catan. always uh, end with a kiss? Never heard of it. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. It's based it's on a game went Nova, more than a thousand years ago.
5: I don't understand.
2: The Enterprise encountered a probe that had been sent from the planet before it was destroyed. And it scanned me, and I lost consciousness. And... in the space of 25 minutes, I lived a lifetime on that planet. I had a wife and children and a grandchild. And it was absolutely real to me. And when I woke, all that I had left of that life was the flute that I taught myself to play.
5: Why are you telling me
2: this? Because I want you to understand what my music means to me. And... It means for me to be able to share it with someone.
1: It's so beautiful.
0: Thank you. (laughs) That's the sound they make whenever they kiss. It's so weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's kissing sounds.
0: (laughs) <laughs> speaking it of would,
1: it would be hilarious if Picard's so out of practice that he was like um, yeah yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, um, I love that scene I love it
0: yeah I, I mean we talked about it earlier in the sense of He's, like it's so nice that they are referencing this pivotal moment for the character
1: and it's such a it's interesting how infrequently Scenes are written and performed with that level of subtlety. And, you know, people do ham-handed in soapy shows or all shows. It's just like, I'm going to refer to this thing that happened in the other episode and use it to justify my current behavior. But it doesn't feel really organic. It feels like you're just kind of engineering this to make these two people get together. This feels totally organic and earned. Really it is nice.
0: genuinely surprising how much you buy the relationship that just occurs in one episode. It's It's, like, crazy. it's such a nice little, like the way it's mapped out uh, with a character that we have uh, know inside and out for the last six and a half years. Uh, this new character comes in and you totally buy it from the word go. It's, very, it's a credit to everybody involved. The casting, yeah. the writing, the directing. It's, a, it's a very impressive.
1: It's very indicative of that the show is really firing on all cylinders at this point.
0: Most And cylinders. that they had... There's still, I will also there's say, still some duds coming. That's
1: <laughs> fair. and they also, But I will say also, uh, like I was saying, I love pew-pews. There's no... I mean, yeah, they got the stuff with the storms on the planet, but that really seems in service of the relationship. It doesn't like... There's no big thing with the, what's going on with the Romulans or that the ship's in danger or there's... I was certain... That there was going to be some kind of building thing that was that's sort of a trope on Star Trek of, oh, she's actually an alien, or there's this other huge personality issue, or there's some kind of... It's like, no, it's just about how it is difficult for them to have this relationship, and even though they care about each other, it doesn't work out. It's so impressive for them to stay that course and show such confidence for the show at that point um
0: i do wonder if this i wonder if this episode would have been made with rodberry around i feel i feel like he might have been like i have my reasons this shouldn't happen because of this right right
5: commander i was hoping to talk to you about ensign cabot's transfer
0: Oh, maybe actually it would be the kind of thing where he was saying what I was saying, where it's like humans have evolved at that point, and right. there's no. Well, that was
1: his argument with a lot of things. I will also say before we're off the topic, because um, I know we give a lot of shit to Berman for his treatment of women. This is, a, in my opinion, and I'm curious what what the what our, our our female listeners think. I feel like this is an amazingly drawn female character, like strong, intelligent, confident. Um, forthright without being you know I mean <laughs> Riker's not a big fan but um, as we're about to see I will but, say uh,
0: she does demand quite a bit
1: she's got to protect her she's taking uh, her all of the
0: like fucking sensors offline you're taking all of the replicators offline
1: you're she's trying to accomplish great communi- things Matt
0: uh, uh, to what map a thing
1: with a light bright oh
0: come Matt, on you don't
1: understand her
0: But what if you want to eat something? (laughs) Or make a tea. Andy, I uh, somehow have left the party, I believe. Matt has left the party. I did leave the party. Fucking A. I'm going to go back into the party in a second here. Oh, boy. You always
1: attack me for it. You always say it's on my end. Well, Well, I guess. I know
0: what I did. I accidentally hit the back button and then wound up with the... what I would describe as not a synced-up viewing experience. <laughs> it seems just like an accurate description. That's, That's how I would, would describe it. <laughs> all right. That's how I, Matt Myra, would describe the incident <laughs> currently happening while recording a podcast. Like we all would uh, describe uh, it that. Way. I really put my own spin on things. <laughs> Andy, join this party now. <laughs>
1: Oh no! Am I not in it now? No, you're not, it. This. you're
0: not in it. You're not in it because I left. Well, did you I quit oh, the you party? Started in, I started a whole new you, party because I kept getting
1: invalid session oh, ID. Right. Okay, I didn't know that.
0: Yay! Andy's back. Hey, where he
5: is, Commander? Please don't make that decision final. Uh, I realize I shouldn't have made the offer, but. He's perfect for the job, and quantum mechanics is overstaffed anyway.
4: Commander, do you realize the position you're putting me in?
5: Well, I, I think I'm just doing what any good department head would do. Trying to build the best staff I can.
4: Look, I'll review the situation. I'll let you know as soon as I can. That's a no.
1: Come. It's kind of. Would you like to borrow one yeah, of my minute. orange yes, plastics? Yes. Would you like to talk a... Boy, I really kicked your ass this afternoon, didn't I, Riker? Are you coming in to get another whooping from uh, the fencing master, eh? No, sir. My heart's already <laughs> broken. You found another. Yeah, I wonder if that's the, uh, that's the subtext of all of his looks <laughs> at Picard.
4: It's about Lieutenant Commander Darren. As a department head, she comes to me for systems allocation... Personnel transfers, things like that.
0: What if he said, what, and punched him in the face? <laughs> <A beginning of laughs> he didn't know how, how to handle jealousy.
1: <laughs> you stay away from her! <laughs> I'm moving you to the back of the nacelle. Worf, <laughs> take Commander racket of the brig. <laughs>
4: with her requests.
2: Because of her relationship with me. Yes, sir. Are her requests unusual? No. Would you say that she's just trying to do her job? Yes, sir. Then let her do it, and you feel free to do yours. Ship's resources are your responsibility. I've always had absolute confidence in your judgment.
1: But also give Thank her what sir. she wants.
0: Perhaps if there was a delta shift, this would be
1: easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, this actually does raise uh, a point which is, it's interesting when they have these disagreements, because everything uh, Nella was saying, as far as I was concerned, that all seems pretty reasonable. And uh, and we're we're I guess we're supposed to not know, but why is Riker sticking in his heels anyway?
0: I think he's just worried that it might lead him to make decisions that he normally wouldn't make. Yeah, well, and then gotta, Picard, that's, that's on him. Picard goes, you know what? That's on you, which is essentially what Picard says here. Yeah, and then, I guess I'm just wondering. And now, who's now right he about walks out there. of that office, and he's like, "You know what? I feel better about my day."
1: I'm wondering if Nella is being is the one whose whose perspective is more reasonable, or if Riker's is the more reasonable in that discussion.
0: What you wonder about
1: who? having the guy transferred to her. To her uh department.
0: Well it seems like Riker didn't want to do that, right? Yeah. For for some some Riker
1: reasons. Quantum mechanics is overstaffed, Matt.
0: Yeah, I know, but he had his reasons and I think that he should stick with his reasons. Uh-huh. Don't you? Isn't that sort I of a know. lesson that we learn there from this conversation? I guess the point I'm saying is I want to know who's right. Well, I mean it's I think it's up to you.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you
0: who's right. Certainly Larry Nemechek, the way that they decide to part so their love can live on.
5: Apparently they're generated by particle emissions from the Bricellum sun. They cause a cascade effect in the planet's atmosphere that... Oh, I'm boring you. No,
2: no. No, you're not. Not at all. A little. It's just that... Commander Riker came to see me this afternoon. About you...
5: About the personnel transfer
2: He thinks you
1: are a class A pain I in thought the he ass he looked
5: uncomfortable He thought I was asking for special treatment Is that true? I was just doing what I thought was best for my department
2: And that's what I told him But We have to be careful Obviously it's easy for people to misunderstand
5: I don't like the thought of having to second guess people all the time I have to worry about what people are thinking about me I, I'll be concentrating on the wrong thing And I won't be as effective an officer
2: All I'm saying is That it's something we have to be aware of But you mustn't compromise yourself You must do what you have to do Because if I find that my head of stellar sciences Isn't being effective Then I shall do what I must do And I shall replace her Noted, sir Wow Seems like a threat
1: um, I think uh, Picard's trying to pit Riker and uh, Nell against each other. Watch them watch fight. Fight for my affections.
0: affections. Go, both of you, <laughs> please, fence for me.
1: Um, it's not so much in this hairstyle, but in the earlier hairstyle. Uh, do you think it's very um, Janeway-ish when it's all put up in a big...
0: No, it looked more wow. Leah Bromsey to me.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fair.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Can
1: you give me the Leah Brahms? Can you make my hair like Leah Brahms? (laughs) And then
0: Mott's like, of course I can. You've come to the right barber. I'm
1: Mott. (laughs) One one day we'll be a trillionaire. (laughs) Cha-ching. There's
0: no money here. Why did I open all these shops? It's so much work. We cross-connected
5: a few thermal deflector units to create a protective shield against the heat. A firewall? Mm, Would something like that work here?
4: You know, It might. The storm is approaching the outpost from this direction. If we were to set up a series of thermal deflector units along the northern perimeter, we could create a firewall and deflect some of the heat. The insulation from the outpost should be able to handle the rest. Thermal deflectors generate a field approximately 400 meters wide. We would need to cross connect six units and align them so that the fields overlap. How many people would it take to set that up? 12, two per team. Cross connecting that many units, it'll be a little tricky.
0: Why not cross-connect, like, 20 units and make it, like,
1: much easier? Seems reasonable.
4: Once they're set up, we'll have to leave the units in place and transport our people out. Nobody would be able to survive very long outside that structure. Let's do it. The storm is going to interfere with communication. Let me ask you
2: a question, Matt. Yeah, sure. Let's do it?
1: When did let's do it become his catchphrase? (laughs) Make it so. Where's the make it so? He doesn't want to be so cold because his
0: lady's there.
1: Well, oh, she is really changing him.
0: He's saying let's do it because he wants to be like,
4: we're a team. This
0: lady's a real Yoko. We'll
4: need to be coordinated from the surface. Mr. Data, you will coordinate the evacuation of the colonists. Doctor, there are nine patients in the outpost infirmary. Your first priority will be to get them to sickbay. After that, you will stay on board the Enterprise, be ready to receive casualties. Marquez, you'll take some people down and track the storm. All the other teams will need to be kept apprised of its heading. Commander, you'll be in charge of deploying the Deflectors. Let's go. Commander
0: Darren. Do you want to stay and make tea?
2: (laughs) You know what I'm saying. There must be one of any number of people that coordinate their deployment.
5: I assume Commander Riker chose me because I'm the best person for the job. Didn't we agree not to let our relationship get in the way of our work? I'll be all right.
1: This is interesting because then later on she kind of, you know, she she's reasonable about it, but she blames him for not transporting her off the planet. It's like, no. that's the ramifications of a thing like that. No, that's not what she does. I don't think she, I don't think she blames she, him. I think she doesn't fully blame him, but no, she says she had like a she had a feeling. Said, Hold
0: your line. I was like, oh, right. of course, she I didn't had a feeling, it, but then I had to watch my friend burn alive, and I was sad about it. <laughs> mm, uh,
1: I think she said she had a moment of thinking that she was mad at him for not pulling her pulling her off the planet, well, and then she realized. Let's find uh, out, shall we? Okay, let's do it.
5: Do we stand there?
2: Captain's log, Stardate 46697.2. Although we succeeded in rescuing all 643 Bersallan colonists, we lost eight crew members. Let the record show that they gave their lives in the performance of their duty.
5: When communications went out, I knew we had to fend for ourselves. We modified our phases to create resonant disruptions in the deflector field. The disruptions formed small pockets in the plane of the field, and we each stood inside one to wait out the storm. Richardson didn't make it. All Day and I could do was stand there and watch. I'm so sorry. Don't don't, don't say you're sorry.
2: It must have been terrible
5: at first when you told us to hold our positions I didn't question it of course we would that was our job but when I saw that storm coming toward us
2: part of you must have blamed me
5: a small
0: part maybe he puts that in her head in the end I was more afraid (laughs) that you'd blame yourself if I died that's really how she feels right there that part (laughs) I'd blame myself. You'd blame yourself well, if I died.
1: she felt some of the other <laughs> thing. Maybe. She I said
0: maybe. People under my command.
2: People who were very dear to me.
1: But none who play a but roll-up keyboard
2: like you do. Someone I've been in love with.
0: Such a fancy keyboard!
2: And when I believed <laughs> that you were dead, I just began to shut down. I didn't want to think or feel. I was here in my quarters, and the only thing I could focus on was my music, and how it would never again give me any joy.
1: Ah, oh, so great, so heartbreaking, and that that shot of him being all sad and in his. Uh, the, the, this, what's interesting is you a hundred percent. I definitely would have bought a version of this ending. Where she dies, yeah, and it is like he has to live with that because, and that's that's the way a relationship ends. Their relationship ends. I totally would have bought that, and I'm sure that they played around with it, and that's why they kind of have their cake and eat it too by sort of having the one beat where he thinks she's dead, um, or might be dead. Um, so you get to do both. It's really great.
0: Um, you have to have your cake and eat it it's... too, and they keep their love alive by ending their relationship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I didn't. Before we get get out of this entirely, I was curious uh, whether you want to go on a trip down memory beta or not. I I am curious w- w- if Nella is in. She must be in other books and stuff. Other stuff might have happened with this lady. Did you look it up? No. You always say you want to look it up. You oh, get offended you when other people ready. do. I thought you sounded no. like you had something ready. Every time anyone else does it, you go. This is my thing that I do. No, that's when people write in about it. I see. It's like, right, well, I didn't look it up. So, I.e., if I
0: want to look up the memory beta of someone, I will. Andy. Okay. But you, you since he brought excellence. it up, it looks like real... we're taking a trip.
1: You're being so a it looks like a trip data. down memory beta. I mean, I'll, I would take that as a segment every, every time. Oh, I'm come moving. on.
0: All right, it's time for the non canon Star Trek Wiki information on Nella Darren. She has a f- mother named Aura and a father named Vernus. She's the head of stellar cartography on the Enterprise D, but then she becomes the head of stellar cartography on the USS Yosemite.
1: <laughs> Which one's? Ooh, in the video game, Starship Creator. Ooh, cool. You get to create your own Starship. Uh, um the coe book what's coe remembrance of things past darren transferred to the wait so you are USS reading Havana. it oh my god well you i, I looked I, it up go ahead
0: i did a whole thing i played the sound for it
1: oh jesus christ go ahead and do it now
0: here he is taking my thunder everyone i think i might have to end this podcast so that Andy and i's love can continue
1: in twenty three seventy two, a changeling infiltrator boarded the Enterprise E uh-huh. and studied Picard's personal logs. Then, used the information during negotiations state it could assume the form of any of Picard's female acquaintances, including Darren. Oh, it doesn't do it. Why didn't it just do it. Seems like that's telling, not sh- d- uh, t- uh, telling, instead of showing. It's more like threatening you know, and not doing. <laughs> it's true. Threaten, don't don't do.
0: Um, anywho's. I'm surprised, by the way. I think it's not a, uh, it's not a
1: detailed beta. No, I would think that they would have gone far more deeply into this. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know what our rule is on this, because I really want to ask if she's going to be in it again.
0: Uh, Star Trek. What our rule is on,
1: um. Well, I think you usually tell me whether they're yeah, coming. Yeah, no, back or she's now. not in it again. It's only this episode. I don't get it. What? I feel uh, like this character is. I'm sorry, white. Andy.
0: I mean, she's in it all the time. She's in the next seven.
1: I just don't understand why you wouldn't have her. You know, as a you know, do you know to bring her back that much? But bring her back at some point. Uh, Ron Moore
0: wanted to continue the relationship on board the Enterprise D, but he was in the minority. He thought that she matched up well with Picard and they should have played it out over several episodes. I agree with Ronald D. Moore in his AOL chat in
1: 1997. That guy knows what he's doing. Here's a a controversial opinion. Ronald D. Moore knows how to write. Um, (gasps) (laughs) Do you want to play the rest of that scene? I interrupted. That's Okay.
2: Then I saw you standing on the transporter path. And I knew that I could never again put your life in jeopardy.
5: If I stayed here, you might have to.
2: You could always resign your commission, stay here with me.
5: And you could resign yours, and... Come to a star base with me?
0: (laughs) You should do it, Picard. You really
1: should, Picard.
5: I'll apply...
1: for a transfer. Let some other captain kill me in the line of duty.
2: But we could still see each other. People do. We could arrange shore leave together. And... The
1: future. Who knows? Of course. Ugh, so painful.
0: <laughs> Again, this is so their love can continue.
1: <laughs> so stupid.
3: <laughs> you really? You really missed <laughs> it. Oh, there missed it is. The Promise don't me, give don't your give your up your
0: music, because that's a little part of me, and I love you. Oh wait, no, that wasn't
1: said either. So such beautiful performances, and they're talking about long distance, and now they both know it's not going to work, but it's not stated, and neither of them are ever going to give up their careers. Uh, oh, so good, I such a-
0: I think Picard will give up his career at some point. He'll be so uh, fed up with everybody that he'll be like, "Yeah, why don't you track down my and?" Vineyard.
1: Sitting on his ass in that stupid vineyard with the Romulans. Go and find this lady.
0: Probably partially because the actress passed away in 2014. Yeah, well, that might have been a hindrance. Also, they probably just didn't even care to look it up or try to do anything with the character. Uh, I love Star Trek. Yeah. I love Star Trek. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's time to find out who's the envy. <laughs> Wow. What do you think, Andy? I was going to say RIP
1: to Wendy Hughes. She yes, is a she was good. good, she was a really fantastic actress. And, and interestingly, Australian. no other claim to fame for Secunda. An Australian. Um. Uh, a, 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 a prior generation Margot Robbie, if you will. Um, Really doesn't fit at all. But she's Australian. I'll, okay. I'll allow it. Sure. Uh what are we doing? MVC. Yeah. Who will it be? The MVC. I mean, I feel like Will it be Jordy, Riker, or maybe Wesley. <laughs> I mean Jordy helps come up with the plan, but I feel like she really comes up with the heart of the plan and then she's the one who fucking hangs down on that planet, you know, facing danger. A lot of other people did too when they lost their lives, but we don't really know their names. We know one of them. Uh anyway. Uh, I give it to Nella. Wow. I guess she is a crew member.
0: And she does hold her post.
1: Wow. And the trainees ran.
0: Um, (laughs) I guess
1: you could give it to, theoretically, you could give it to Picard (laughs) for... The trainees (laughs) ran. You give it to Picard for, you know, for putting his own personal interests aside. I
0: will. But but I won't. um, Because it's Nella Darren the head
1: lieutenant commander Nella Darren
0: cartography or stellar sciences way to go lieutenant commander Darren congratulations now it's time to find out. You know what? I want the longer one actually.
3: We sit and watch, and then we hang and talk, but the podcast isn't over just yet. How many Andy's does this episode get?
1: I really can't figure out, I, I can't think of really any sizable flaw in this episode. And I love it from top to bottom, and it moved me, and I thought it was uh, subtle and intricate and just a beautiful china cup of an episode. Um, Whoa. Uh, and uh, Never has he said that. A china cup of an episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I give it a 10. Wow! I didn't see that coming. I think it's incredibly bold for them to do just a quiet relationship episode. There's barely any action in this and it held me the entire time.
0: Ladies and gentlemen I am uh, shocked stunned and delighted that Andy got to enjoy it so much. Uh, And I give this episode it does a really good job of everything (laughs) it's trying to do. But for me, it's not a 10. It's a 9. It's a 9. Women. It's a No, it's not <laughs> at you all hate relationship story But I think that uh certain somebody was underused in this episode, and his name is Worf. Where
1: was Worf? That is true.
0: He was probably just busy because he had that two-parter all to himself.
1: Also, a great use of Troy for a change.
0: Uh, I agree. Great use of Troy. Uh, great use of, like everybody including the sets you know yeah. the jeffrey's tube had its moment that's true um why can't i give this a 10
1: yeah what is holding you back it's not one that i rewatch frequently because you're jealous you're looking at it from beverly's perspective that's the other thing is it's interesting that like how jealous was Beverly. And I like that they paint it with a light hand where it's like, she kind of knows she has no business being jealous, but maybe she feels a little jealousy. It's really nice. Uh,
0: yeah. It's you know also like, um, what lacks for you? I don't know. It's just like, I, it's, I can't quite put my finger on it. So maybe I should just go ahead and say,
1: well, I will say this, you know, granted, maybe I'm being given a boost because, uh, you know, I'm sitting uh, alone in my in my little quarantine hut and uh, and I'm looking (laughs) at this amazing romance. (laughs) So maybe I'm just more inclined to uh, to, you know, be satisfied by the episode. It may just not be your cup of whatever the terrible herbal blend was she gave him.
0: Yeah, but it's a nine for me for sure. It's a for sure a nine. Uh huh. Not quite a 10. He's what, really what thinking is it over me. It? eyes are, really, are no, dark it's like around. I'm really like, trying to think, like, what is it about it that doesn't make it a 10 for me? I'd like to have some sort of reason before I can do it. And, yeah, and the curious. longer I go without coming up with a reason, I think I might have to give it a 10. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, like, I'm really trying to put it into words, and I can't. Wow. Huh. I guess that means it's a 9.5, everybody. <laughs> 9.5 for me 10 for mandy You're
1: just because there is guys. just like a
0: little something that i just can't i can't put yeah. my finger on it
1: well i do think there are episodes where it's kind of like i can't point to any flaws in the episode but i'm still just like yeah i'm just not into this story as much as mm-hmm. i might be
0: yeah i but i think you know i think it's a great story and i'm glad that uh they told it it's like such a wonderful thing to be able to sit there and explore one character in an entire episode and not at all feel like you're underserving
1: the show. I'm shocked that they didn't go back to this character at all. I will also say, Wendy Hughes, R.I.P., you fucking walked in where you're the central other character going tete-a-tete with, with Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, And just holding your own in every scene. Good for you, lady. Well, I mean, she's she's Australia's Patrick Stewart. I guess she is. Pretty much. I hope she was treated that way. She deserved
0: it. All right. Well, that does it for that episode. Let's talk about next week's episode, Andy. It's called The Chase. Uh, Weirdly, an episode I watch quite a bit. Um, Andy, you might think uh, I'm crazy. I don't know if you're going to like this episode. You watch quite a bit by choice. Yeah, I like this one quite a Mm
1: -hmm. bit. Uh, I'm ready when you are. Maybe
0: it's the curling Nescar that's given to Picard. I don't know. We'll find out. Everybody hit play in three, two, one, play
2: discovery of the 24th century this is a jigsaw puzzle whose pieces are scattered across the galaxy but the federation's greatest empires will killed to possess it
4: we will die together brother now picard
2: risks his entire career to unravel its dangerous secret i will take the full responsibility before this unknown power changes destiny forever next time on star trek the next generation
1: love it a lot of pew pews in that episode
0: yeah, there seemed to be quite a few. I mean, that trailer really used a lot of pew pew's. Yeah, I don't know if any of them we were really pew pew's. I it. mean, there's a few pew pew's for sure. I don't know if there's as many as the trailer made it seem like.
1: You think they stocked that trailer?
0: I think with they extra were like, pew-pews? let's add more pew pew's. We need to get that Andy Secunda back on Star Trek. And uh, you know, it was just lost on you. You didn't even watch it. It's true. I don't know what you were doing in 1993, but. Probably just desperately awaiting the arrival of Frank Sinatra's duets album. Yeah, I did love it. Uh, all right, everybody. That does it for us. Don't forget, next week, more Star Trek. That's all I'll say every time. Next week, more Star Trek, everyone. <laughs> We're never going to run out next of Next week, Trek.
1: for a change of pace,
0: Star Trek. What well, if next week we talked about Star Trek The Next Generation instead? Okay. Uh, thanks, everybody. God bless you all. Stay safe. Oh, and by thanks, everybody, and God bless you all. Stay safe. I mean, thanks, everybody. Let me turn the sound back on so I can actually, I mean, let me talk to the transporter chief and see what's doing up there. Oh, by the way,
1: side note, Ooh, I like there's that a, side. the scene where he's standing next to the transporter chief, if you go back to that. Yeah. Um, she gives him a dirty look when he touches her console. And I thought that was a good specific acting choice. Well, I mean, I'm the chief of this room. Get out of here, yep.
0: Picard. Uh, all right. I liked it. Date engage you.